pulls a large sexual device out of his pants. He tells the girl that he has a very large <laughs> penis. Welcome back to the Pedophiles. I am your lovely host, Dmitry Gorienko, and with me, my lovely guest, Dylan Scott. Say hello to the wonderful audience out there. Yo, this is Dylan Scott. I also go by Squills, a.k.a. the Squill Man, Squillard. You have a lot to say today. I got some ideas, you know, I got my... So do old, I. ...in the old noggin. We just watched the, the Prince Andrew interview. Right? Yeah, see, I was watching his body language. Yeah, and what he was saying. And what he was saying and hinting at almost, it seemed like, blatantly. Yeah, the, like, sexual uh, connotations in the uh, choice of words, like stretch, right, was one of them. He used, like, three times in a row at the very beginning. And, like, uh, he has a, uh, talking about Epstein, has a wonderful way of bringing extraordinary people together. And uh, I, found, I found it weird when uh, he was talking about the Pizza Express and the references, like, it to almost like Pizza Gate. And the, the interviewer even said, like, well, how do you remember a, a, a night of, like, going to pizza that just seems weird to remember after years? And then he, he was like, it, it's, very, it's very strange for me, very strange, like, defending himself almost about what he did that yeah. night, you know? And that's weird. Like, they have a specific night like pinned on him that's not that doesn't look good well oops sorry about the can sound there whatever um so essentially we don't believe his horseshit well i it's not that i don't believe it's that i think that he's not ashamed of it at all so he's just it's leaking through in his body language. You think he's gonna meet up with his like rich friends afterwards and be like, "Hey, did you hear? I I, I snuck in like stretch three times." Three yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this chick probably does some wild shit. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that's the thing, man. Is like it's sometimes hard with this thing to like if you're rich, they they get they get that cockiness after a certain amount of like social notoriety. It's almost as if they want to get caught. Yeah, it is. It's it's almost like a serial killer, how he leaves a little too many trails. Yeah, it's almost like subconsciously they know they're not doing the right thing and they, they're leave, leaving shit to uh, get caught. It's like, well, why would you get go on uh, television and do that if, like... Yeah, he's like, it's a real stretch. You actually did it. All the transitions and all this stuff. So, like, for instance, money is a very real... Thing. And when you have a lot of money, you almost can develop a God complex off of that. Um, you'll find a lot of broke people who are building towards their wealth. I wouldn't say broke. I wouldn't say go like. I would say if if you find people who are just hungry, they could be way more interesting than these people. Because I think when you're super rich, you've had everything granted for so long, but and you might have found being rich in one lane or maybe it was based on competence in a lot of areas so 
it's hard to say the quality of a man's character. And I don't judge a man just for fucking or having fucked. Um, when you're fucking kids, yeah, that's a problem, yeah. obviously. And, and that, at that point, you should be judged. But yes. for just straight-up fucking adults, I'm not going to judge any man. I mean, I don't condone any illegal forms. I mean, if it's consensual money exchange and it's adults, yeah. fuck your, to your heart's content. I'm never going to judge you. But if you start introducing underage kids, I mean, there's been times. I was in Mexico. But here, here's the thing. No, hold it's, on. Let me finish this sentence. It's not even underage. It's literally like slave labor, right? They, they kidnap these kids or buy them from their families. These are like slaves at this yeah. point. They're not like uh, fucking groomed like prostitutes or something like that. In in my world, we call those fitties, and we just develop that term because like I was talking about this with Dino a little yeah. bit. Uh, how does like uh, around four hundred thousand missing kids, like kidnappings, that no, go unsolved a year in, in America? But like, hold on, I just wanted to say this one thing. They're snatching up everybody's fucking kids. And just there's using these them. things we call fitties. And when we go up and talk to women and we find out that they're fitties, which is another way of saying 15, we stop talking to them and we carry on. Yeah. And we have a joke. It's like, that's a fitty. Don't talk to her. There's no point, right? We don't, I've had chance. We've all had a million chances to fuck a 15 year old or a 16 year old. So what do you think about like, and we don't do it because what do you think about Thailand? We just don't do it. What? What do you think about Thailand? I've never been there. to Thailand. What are they fucking kids over there? The prostitutes and yeah, the lady boys and like all kinds of crazy deviant shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I think that. What, I do, you, think what that do you do about a place like that? That's not like super elite. It's just like everybody, I guess. I don't know. Well, here's the here's everybody the flies thing. there, right? Isn't that the uh, running gag? Like, if some like office fucking weirdo goes to Thailand for a week, he's obviously like. You know, fucking lady boys or whatever. I think that corruption is in every facet of human life. I think we all experience corruption. I think we all, in a way, corrupt ourselves. We do. We corrupt ourselves because, okay, when you're dealing with, say, for instance, one of the things that I like studying is war, mm -hmm. right? And when you're dealing with war, what you're dealing with is men and women and the morale of these individuals. And because it is a fighter, fighting spirit that is going to win. And <laughs> what I'm saying is that you ultimately have to have a mentality that is conducive to um, to being positive to some degree. I think if you want to be most effective, I don't think you can be carrying around weight and bad relationships and bad times. I think you should look to extend your influence to a place that serves you in a, in a mental way. And I think that corruption... The Dylan Scott... Whether we eat a donut or whether we do anything, we yes. can corrupt ourselves by not loving ourselves sometimes and not forgiving ourselves. And we can corrupt ourselves with negativity the same way we can all be corrupted. So I don't think, right now as it stands, I've never fucked Where an underage girl. From? But if I was super rich and get Where is this coming from? Hold on. I'm mm. not saying I would be those guys, but I'm saying if I was super rich mm. and I could have anything I wanted, who knows... I, I'm sitting here drinking beers. Is that right? Well, you in that entire rant, you come to a very good uh, point. Uh, yeah, if you're super rich, you, not only would you be, because the thing is, you gotta imagine these guys have been super rich forever, right? The, they're yeah, like born into it, right? So they're they're fucking 
sexy prostitutes for 30, 40 years. Yeah. Eventually, they get to fucking ladyboys and shit, or, or whatever. The uh, Bill Clinton, right, with the all the rumors of him and little boys, right? It's like that's fucked. Well, well you can't. Yeah, that he he might have uh, favored the uh, the little boys in the little Epstein fucking parties. That's the shit that I hear. Well, so here's the beauty and the curse of being a man. Yeah. Is the beauty and the curse of being a man is that you fail a lot. And... Well, more than just fucking kids, but they're also, like, doing fucking designer drugs and getting all this next-level stem cell fucking shit. Dick Cheney with, like, 11 uh, heart surgeries, right? Who knows, like, man? If I think buddy. if I had money, I would have an abundance they're of They're doing cars. all kinds of crazy shit, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they're doing crazy shit. I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, so for me, I don't know if people are taking a moralistic stance on. Yes, this. I want you to refute it. I want to be. I want you uh, to say that you will never become like that. That I would never become. Here's the thing, though, man. Is can I for a longest this time? This fucking baller ass noble guy. For the longest time, I've I couldn't I couldn't withstand the fucking seductive force of a donut. Uh, I get into emotional ruts where I fucking obsess over one chick. Also known as one-itis. Yeah, I didn't want to bring it up, but now you did, uh, you're going through, or you did go through a, uh, little breakup. I went through a little breakup and it taught me, I, what, because, okay, um, I know what I did wrong as far as, like, we'll say, if I wanted to keep this human being. You cried. You cried thinking about her. Oh, yeah, I cried thinking yeah. about life, you know? I do that, I, I, I don't cry all the time, but I've. I have no problem. Matt, Matt has told me that when this first happened, you actually cried thinking about it, talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I cry sometimes, but it, I could cry for happiness. I cry sometimes. My point is, you you really felt uh, an emotional connection with this uh, woman, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, if you think if you, yeah, I felt an emotional connection uh, to an extent. Um, I think it happens when you sleep with people. Are you are you over it now? You think you've transcended that? I don't know. I don't think. I think everything leaves a mark. I think how you react to it is is really determines if it leaves a good mark or a bad mark. But right. I think everything in life affects you in some way. Whether you know. It's well, how, that's true. It's how you react to the way it affects you. I mean, everybody deals with breakups. Uh, everybody deals with relationships. Everybody has a different idea what, how love makes sense to them. Um, people would love for people to be an idealistic view on what they were. So maybe right. if I view you as this leftist or this right-wing guy, it's easier for my brain to... It's almost like human beings, we pick sides to organize. Because in our minds, it's like if people weren't on a side, if we couldn't put our finger on what this individual is or right. what they're going through then I have to think less and it's easier so let's just go ahead and put them in let's label people and be ignorant because really it takes a lot more brain power to actually initiate thoughts that hey this individual might what if I was him right yeah. people don't want to feel empathy because then that would that would take a certain amount of investment absolutely speaking of which I'm I don't blame a, them I'm post blocked on Facebook for who knows how long Five uh, notifications in a row for different posts going, going back years. <laughs> well, here, here's... Okay, yeah. and so, so someone sat down and just reported, sat down and went through all my shit, reported every single thing, and then, you know, now uh, I can't fucking make any posts. I can't even react to anything. 
I could still message though, which is good. That's why I'm not as pissed about it right now. Oh, That's man. good of them. You know what? Usually they don't do that. Usually they, you can't message either, which really sucks. I don't know. Well, you're using somebody's company and you're using somebody's brand. Somebody owns Facebook or a conglomerate of people own Facebook. Yeah, well, that's a big uh, debate in like... Um, if you want to use their shit and you get banned, well... It's a big debate in America whether or not shit. they're a platform or a publisher, okay? Because those are two different um, types of companies or ty types of whatever social media that they're trying to do, right? And so uh, what Facebook and Twitter and all these places are trying to do is get the benefits of both and saying they're both without getting any of the uh you know liability issues okay so they um have to choose whether they're a platform that anyone could go and post on or a publisher where they have to curate what people post right so that's the kind of what's going on in america and you know the world yeah i'm um See, I think I fucking think about this too much, okay? Because I wanna, I wanna use an alternative that isn't fucking well, no, here's the gay thing. as shit. It isn't no. run by a bunch of fags like Mark Z Zuckerberg and fucking George Soros here's or the whoever. Thing. If you're a studier of history, if Prince you're trapped Andrew. in this soft mentality Finding because you 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 grew up in a family where you could go to Wendy's and McDonald's mm -hmm. and you could go to this corner store and you could go and get clothes and you grew up in a family like this, so. Say if you're this individual, right? And I'm not judging anybody's family. We're all fucked up, all right? I could give you horror stories. You give me horror stories about our families. But if you came up in an environment where you could just get whatever the fuck you want. At back any to time, Prince Andrew, yeah. You yeah, get whatever you want. Back to Prince Andrew, sure, yeah. You, you just, you, it's, it's a different mentality, okay? And... And that's what I was getting to before. This is the curse and the blessing of being a man. The curse is, yeah. is that if you want something, if you study history, you look at the people who want to change. Right. And they, there was fucking bloodshed, man. And I, I'm not like, there's nothing you get in life that doesn't come with. I like to think that this time around, uh, violence isn't necessary. People, no, no, people no, no, no. Are, I'm not calling for revolution, but... Everyone's what? literate. Everyone uh, has more or less access to the internet. We could maybe do this a little bit more peacefully. No, of course. But as soon as, as, soon as people start going, hey, this is what you can say, this is what you can't say, well, I start going, yeah, okay, bitch. Why the fuck would you want to censor... Why would you want to censor... As much as I'd love to storm Zuckerberg's house and decapitate him in front why? of his children... You're using his um, shit, though. You choose to. Yeah, I choose to. Exactly. That, that, that's what the point I was getting to. I get a choice in it, so I could just theoretically go to Twitter or whatever alternative. I'm waiting for an alternative to, to pop up, and then I'll, I'll take it. I mean, you know, if I was super smart, I'd start an alternative, of course. Well, okay. Yeah, no, here's the thing, man, is I came up with this idea. I mean, this is what this is sort of about, right? This entire podcast, starting an alternative to get my voice out. I came up with something today that people haven't even tried yet, and I don't even want to share it. It's so fucking good. It was a combination of two ingredients um, that, to me, just changed the game. Because if you're looking to eat... What, thing, meth and acid? I did that. It no, man, good. this is two different things. If you're looking to eat something that's high in fat and just good for you... Oh, okay. 
Food, the, right? Yeah, meat, this, meat and fat? I, I can't even say it yet, but I'll break it soon, and I'm going to start selling this stuff in low doses on weekends and just selling it. And just and I'll, I'll call it something, and and I'll just fucking sell this shit. So what, like Dylan's Jerky or something? Yeah, it'll be something like that, and yeah. then I'm, I'm just going to get all these people that are interested in... They're not afraid of fat, but they just want to eat something that's kind of healthy. To just just yeah. random, like say if you're just a fat fuck like me. Well, put like carnivore diet approved or something yeah, on yeah, the label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, yeah. I'm on this diet be right good. now. That's like okay, it's it changes you from one way to another way as a human. Right. And 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 what I wanted to do was literally rewire my brain to where, you know, I was different than this shit kid from this fucking this spoiled little bitch kid from 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 a smaller place, and 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 that felt like. I was the only kid who, who who wanted to go anywhere out of the whole crew. So mm. now what I'm doing is I'm just I'm really I'm really just for whatever it's worth. I've been dinged in the head a lot. Probably been drunk, you know, snorted this, fought this buddy, guy. You live in downtown Toronto, like you're fucking, you know, way better than those fucking assholes that are in the trailer park or wherever you came. Well, from. I know that, but at the same time, what I what I believe in is this transmutation. I, I don't think that you should just stay in one form. It's like a fucking evolution. We all love Pokemon and Digimon as a kid because it represented something visceral about human life, and that is the ability you have to literally, through habit, just transform. Yeah, I agree with that, and we talk about that a lot. We talk about transmutation because we're about not just self-realization, but the realization of some profound truth that exists. The personal muse, yeah. the individual's Buddy. connection to God's and 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 his his self that feels worthy, and these things, these things are infectious. These they things are. make you feel, and and you they and I, I'm sure. gonna tell you one motherfucking thing is that when it comes to this shit, I can set a fucking tone of sacrifice, and I break sometimes. I'm not perfect, but I can set a fucking tone of sacrifice, and. I'm pretty proud of whatever my shit manifestation is, is of this thing because it's never perfect, but just my attempt, it feels like I've made strides for Dylan, you're like a medicine man, you know that? Just like living in a teepee in the forest, fucking... I have that Indian in me, and I forget about it sometimes, I really the do The shaman have, in you I really out, do right? have Indian in me, and like, yeah. my dad's half native. Talking about the connection to the great spirit... Beautiful. Yeah, man, it, it's, it's deep. deep in there, man. And I, I played yeah. lacrosse, and it was a simulated war game. And I theorize and philo right. philosophically navigate my way through the concept of war because it means something to me. And I can get into the spirits that represent that to me. Yeah, I am. I'm, I got this in me, but I'm not going to say it's an innate. We, we thing. talked about the. It's uh, an innate thing in me. The lacrosse, the uh, uh, handball type of uh, games that. Uh, the Indians or the Native Americans played, right? And the Aztecs, um, they had one where uh, they had to throw this like rubber ball around and uh, the winning team in these massive tournaments would be sacrificed. So you'd play to win to get sacrificed. Yeah. In, in these cultures. And just, that's just like how big of like a meaning the sports were to some of them. Well, well to me, uh to me, I don't really stray from what I would consider the path, and then that is whatever you feel reflects. I mean, most. you're straying kind of right now. Well, yeah, I stray. Um, the only real times I stray, I'll have a couple beers a day, 
if I drink, I'll have like I have to limit myself because I'm a I'm a nutcase when it comes to like drinking. If I don't, so I, I'll just limit myself to like a couple beers a day. Um, other than beer, it's like. Um, Sorry, I was fucking hungry as shit. Listen uh, up. Other than beer, it's like I pretty much stay pretty much Buddy. straight on the on the. You on have the path. a um, ambition that a lot of people. I see don't have but you do need to get back into doing comedy I haven't seen you in a while a lot of people have been asking about you as well like yeah I got out of comedy for just long enough where well because there's areas in my life where I feel that equal competence matters as much because comedy I'm not afraid I'm, of no it. well I'm just saying I would like to see you uh, around like it doesn't mean that you're missing out on any important experience right I mean I think it's, it's still valuable comedy but. is ultimately my lane it's like if I'm going to talk from a power stance, it's going to yeah. be from a comedy stance. Yeah. Because I, I just get comedy. The The problem, I think, see, I have a problem where, I don't know. It, I, I, would say, I would say I'm a little lazy with comedy, but um, yeah. Yeah, I'm very lazy. But you don't really use Facebook either. Like you, if you're going to do comedy to find out where the spots are to get yourself booked, you, you got to use Facebook and you don't really fuck with that too much. Well, right now I've been worried about my fears because I'm not really afraid of comedy. And everybody, you know what one of my fears is, is? Um, getting banned on Facebook. Everybody kind of has their opinions about what I do. These bitches fucking half the time they're ringing me up on random days, just trying to fuck with my day. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they're not even like. So, I'm telling you, they're not even like coming with a point. They're just like Dylan. I don't want you just to exist. I know you're a sensitive guy who gets into women. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, yo, a couple of weeks, I won't message a chick. And she'll just randomly message me. And I'm like, oh, so now you want to be on my fucking mind right now. That's how this is going. So you're still not over her is uh, what you're saying. Um, No, I'm saying that what I am is a person where, okay, we all like to think we're good. Okay, here's the thing, okay? And here's why Benjamin Franklin and all these legendary men were different. is because they didn't just think about anyone at any time. Right? So you have to be careful what you invest in. You've got to look at the investment. And, and I think that when you're looking at yeah, the investment... That's a pretty good way of putting it, for it's sure. It's like, so for instance, if you have low self-esteem, right? You don't value yourself. You don't value your time. You're going to behave in a certain way. You're going to go to certain places. Now, when you're spending money on donuts every day, you know, for me, I drink a million coffee. Or scrolling on Facebook. Sorry, I'm still, like, kind of pissed Or scrolling on Facebook. What you no, doing? hold on. I just want to point something out, okay? And I saying just, corruption this, is everywhere. This, you this, can't this even control your own life, and you're saying you wouldn't fuck any girls on a fucking island if you were filthy rich. Yeah. I don't know. I can't even control what I'm allowed to say on my fucking little profile thing online, okay? It's, yeah, well, it, Facebook is flexing their fucking dick muscles right now. It, They're it saying, is. And then fucking Zuckerberg wants to start a currency called Libra, right? This is what I was thinking uh, on the way over here, right? Uh, fucking, um, so we have the currency in pretty much every country, uh, some kind of central bank, you know, for the Federal Reserve being a, a, uh, a, a non-government fucking organization that dictates the currency there, right? So... With fucking Facebook, they're being the fucking um, private organization that runs 
your social credit score, essentially. Your social currency, in other words. Well, no. Okay? They can't do that to you. But that, it's, it's what it's becoming, right? No, man. You do that to yourself. Yeah. Either, I, either use, full responsibility for your life. Use a, a fucking different uh, platform, of course. See, relationships are Start one a thing. different platform. Well, I mean, for instance, I came up with this idea today. Listen, human beings are going to exploit whatever environments around them. So you, you're going to end up with people, for right. instance, like who, okay. And that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to ex exploit my environment. And I'm seeing this outlet of getting my shit out and it's, yeah. you know, more or less effective. You know, I could contact people, find out about people. Yeah. It's good. No, if you, it's valuable. The thing is, people it's don't valuable have, tools, bro. People don't have the self-belief even. They don't have the self-belief to initiate their own reality frame onto life. I think I do, They're though. constantly like leaves in the wind, and they say, before they take an action, they go, oh, my God, this could happen, or that could happen, and they overthink and overplan, and everything ends up a certain way. Now, for me, I'm willing to do fucked up shit, right? If I love Absolutely. something, if I love something, I'm willing to go into some fucked up places, you know? Because there's no measurement to what love really is. And, I mean, people try to nudge you and push you in the right direction. <laughs> but there's no... There, like, what I mean is, yeah, you can't, you can't measure. And, and what love is, is it's a human being. I love how everything is coming back to uh, the breakup. Well, no, no. Everything is connected. I'm talking yes. about love on a different level, on a plateau of, like... Yes. You know, when an individual is willing to go the extra mile for something. Right. And, and she be. wouldn't. She wouldn't do something like that. She but no, I'm talking about like personal muses towards your craft, right? Or towards the bigger picture, man. You don't want to sacrifice. See, what what one girl? One girl is a small emotion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, one girl is a small emotion in the grand scheme of a big plan. A small emotion will always be less valuable than the big plan, and mm -hmm. that's what makes them call the big you. plan. Now, the big right. plan. What's the big plan for you? Well, the big plan is something that I have in my head, and what these the reason these girls are saying, oh, I'm going to call this guy or fuck with this guy or... Because the they want to fuck with their big plan. Well, because they, they see... Okay, well, they okay, want to the sabotage your big plan, bro. They don't want to sabotage it. The individual that is able to communicate himself to another individual, a lot of the time, what it is is, is that these guys think that they can't get laid. The reality is, is they can't communicate what's actually who they actually are and my dad always said be yourself and you'll get you'll you'll always get laid and the older i get as complex as complex as it really is as complex as it really is if you want to get these certain chicks that deal with you're dealing with they can get any guy they fucking want right if you're going to get these certain chicks as complex as it is you're dealing with very fundamental things and that is the individual's ability to just kind of come off authentic because it's hard it's hard for a person to say hey yeah. you I want to control you so you'll have sex when I want I want like it's not like it's not, that sounded or really eat my shit and get brain parasites like sidekits friend that's not bad is that All bad back. listen to that episode. is that bad that we really feel that way like I yeah. want to be able to get sex when I want now I think that for me there is, is that an incongruent thing? Or is it something that a female consciously realizes that I'm trying to play with her head? And I think they get excitement out of that a little bit too. Where it's like, they want to be played. And a part of so me is... So you're saying just, they want to be raped? No, that's not playing. That's like... 
It's like game over. <laughs> for who though? I couldn't even get for, hard. For I don't think I could get hard raping someone. Yeah, well, you're not a rapist. You're a good guy. I don't think I can even get hard. My right. dick. Wait, here's the thing: is these people are like, yo, um, you know, they'll always be measuring your value and fucking with you and all this stuff right. because they they hate. Okay, here here's the thing: people hate when you believe in yourself. They hate it. The, pro- the the individual that's crazy, you have to that's be crazy, true. right? Yeah. So what a lot of people do is they stay within a certain realm, right? They only want to they only want to cover this much ground in life. They say, "Here's where I am. I'm going to be subjected to all the things that go with being here." Right. You know, and then there's individuals that say, "Nah." Yeah. No, I'm going to take the high ground. Yeah. I'm going to go for the high position. I'm going to try to find the high positions at work. I'm going to try to find the high bitches. And I realize that I'm a human being. I'm subject to addiction, corruption, short-term emotions. I'm subject to all of this. But well, you no. can still have morality. You could be some kind no, of I uh, have a noble rogue like um, I have a fucking chip on my shoulder. I have a chip on my shoulder because I feel judged. Mm-hmm. And when you feel judged and you're a fucking person who's aggressive right. and you feel dr- judged, you can be a motherfucker to deal with. And and for me, I put that I have a psychopath fucking energy and what I do is I just keep my distance. I know it's antisocial psychopath behavior. Mm-hmm. Is really what it actually is. I'm not speaking for a crowd here. I'm not part of the right. I'm not part of the fucking Pepe, whatever. Me neither. I'm not. I'm just a human being named Dylan Scott. Yeah. Okay. And I suffer from this fucking antisocial shit that you think you have me. You know, you think you have me where you want me to be, but I will fucking break you in the long term because I'm a motherfucker. And and that's that and that's that shit that I I don't know where it comes from but it, there there was just this there's just this rage and drive that I have and I'm almost pissed off at the world in a way and and I and I come and I come from that place and I'm not speaking for any fucking crowd this is antisocial shit you know and I'm not saying I'm I'm not I don't like being loved and accepted and being a part no, of no you hate it though you hate love and acceptance it's not about that to me. Right. It's not about that to me, and that's and that's what really fucks with people, is they they realize that I'm I'm a motherfucker who, it's not about whether you fucking like me. I love these Dylan Scott uh, lectures, or fucking lessons, or whatever these are. These are great to just periodically have because uh, you could be like a really good um, motivational speaker. What, is that Bill Simmons or something? Something like that? Listen, one, of the, one of those guys just made this is a what I do in a key- Joel, Joel Austin, the fucking pastor. 100% I'm going to create programs and shit in the like future. Like a cult leader. I'm great at it. Yeah. But here's, here's the idea I have. I'm right now working through a little bit of corruption that I have in myself. Um, if I innately share gifts to the world of like, hey, this is how I feel... But no, I, as far as me, I'm a guy. No, who, tell tell I, us what you learned, how how to better yourself. Oh, what I what, learned. What decisions did you make? Not what happened, well, but the decisions me, that you made. For me, I learned based on okay. So, what made me learn? What'd you learn from this breakup that happened? 
What you, did you learn? What did I learn from? Now, now that you're over Well, from a breakup, I didn't really learn Absolutely. anything. I learned that the wrong people can... You know what I learned with this fucking Facebook banning? That being a fucking sniveling coward, uh, you get rewarded for tattling. Yeah, they're because sad. They're sad, man. They, they go report all my shit to get me, like, taken down or something, and then Facebook does exactly that. That's really the biggest fucking sting of it all. It's just, like, you're doing exactly what these fucking losers want. Yeah, exactly, gross. because these people, what you got to do, if you want to really overcome it, and it's in the air, I mean, tool those, what I did was I learned from guys, I studied guys that were about 40 and up, these are the guys I studied, I studied these guys for years, right, these guys that were about 40 and up, mm-hmm. who had already lived through their 20s and 30s, now the reason I studied them is because they already had made bank, and it's not about the money, but it's about what they had in their head. I was after that like a wolver, like a fucking wolverine. Yeah. I was after that information, and and that's really what transmutated me from one thing into becoming another. And the meanness and the knuckleheaded, just I want to fuck your mother attitude. Right. I that came from the attitude up, I love about you. By that the way. came from growing up with four older brothers and just being a motherfucker. You know, just being the type of dude that really is insensitive you know i'm really insensitive but i'm 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 sensitive at the same time it's a dichotomy right it almost comes with the ultimate sensitivity you you and Matt Baxter love that that word by the way yeah it is and but there it's there's a nice word i mean it, it it's it's an interesting word because um the human brain is divided between the left and right um uh hemispheres right the two hemispheres yeah. and um uh, it's almost as if duality, the idea that there's two opposing sides on every issue and every Dude, kind of scale is, is built into reality, is built into our very structure, is, is like the, the whole double-stranded DNA, right? Uh, there's always like two of something Listen, opposing man, each other. we live in a really castrated time. And for a motherfucker like me to stand up and say, hey, listen, this world needs a little bit of rudeness because I don't like you. That's, this is what I don't think people understand, mm-hmm. is the odds are I don't fucking like you, okay? I probably don't. And I know a lot of people, they're like, man, I like everybody. Let's all get along. That's not how I'll get along. That's me, by the way. I, I, want, I want everyone to get along. Yeah, and, and I, don't, I don't hate you for that, but... I think one day we'll get there, and it'll, it'll be nice for a time, and then fucking an asteroid will hit us, and then we'll be doing this again. Because I, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy who's... Anything I've wanted to do, I've really been able to do over the course of a period of time. Because I believe in building scars in your mind. And that's what I learned partly from Goggins, but I learned it through repetition. I learned it through life. That <clears throat> you build a scar in your mind, an immunity to fear. And I am a fuck you motherfucker. You know? And, and, and at the end of the day, right. I like guys. My favorite fighters are Nick Diaz and BJ Penn. Well, they were originally my two favorite, but I like Nick Diaz, and I like fighters. Because he has a bigger package? No, Nick Diaz has a fuck you attitude. Oh, okay. And he's willing to step forward and just beat the fucking shit out of you. And I, I like mean, him because of his bulge. Well, whatever. I like jujitsu, and I like guys that can box. Right. But The less clothes, the better, right? Not really. Nick Diaz wears <laughs> long shorts. He does not like, wear a sport. No, I'm just saying in, in any like sport, right? Not really. I like scrapping. It's, yeah, it's the only sport I ever watched. You don't scrap in the nude? No. 
Actually, I'd rather wear shorts where my balls aren't flapping around. That's an easy target. Right, but then their balls are flapping around too. They, then you got an easy. Yeah, start. I don't. I don't like that. And you could just be both sucking each other's. There's dicks a man code <laughs> where it's like, it. you know, you don't want to fight. You don't want to go for the nuts. I mean, I've been in street fights. Had my nuts grabbed, twisted, punched. You never sucked a dick in a street fight. What are you gay? No, actually, though, I've had a couple close calls with dick sucking. I do my thing, man. I don't give a fuck. Right. Only got your dick sucked though. Only got my dick sucked a few times by dudes. Oh really? Yeah. How? What's the youngest? Um, the like, that you that happened. What the at my age? Yeah. I was probably like in my twenties. Oh okay. I see. Yeah. Interesting. I was a drug taker, you know, all through high school. So I've done someone blew you. More times and so. You know, someone blew you. For uh, to give you drugs or no no drugs? it was just me hanging out doing my thing I don't I don't really oh you were both high yeah I'm not like I don't make a big deal out of it right mostly like for me um, mostly I just what fuck drugs with, were you mostly I just fuck women and what drugs were the were you two on sorry yeah, we, we're both fucked up we're drinking and fucking smoking we're kind of we're kind of celebrating my uh, birthday a little bit yeah belated, Dimitro right? he's my buddy and we fucking yeah, yeah. no he's actually here. Yeah. I, here's what we're I we're having saying. a good time me you know I don't suck dick but I've let a couple dudes right so what, what drugs were you guys taking well what, how, what did you take to get so high that you See, became gay the thing gay? is is I'm a very open individual I just do shit so, so what does that mean you have sex sober uh, gay sex sober as well I do yeah I just do whatever I want in the moment I don't really like, my, my whole thing is, my whole thing is we all have this, see there's a fatigue and this is what I'm learning from some of, some of the smarter people I've talked to, there's a fatigue that goes with just trying to be something all the fucking time and I mean it's cool to have an ego because ego yeah. will push you in a certain direction. It sure does. And you need to ride your ego and control it and not let it control you. You have to be in control of your ego. You have to say, okay, here's the things I'm going to do, and I'm mean about it. Because too many okay. people are like, oh, I'm sorry. And after a while, you know, I, what ran, helps out, control, I ran out of fucking sorry. What helps what I mean? control your ego? Uh, mushrooms? Life helps control your ego. What you do is you throw yourself into real situations where reality kicks in. I go to fucking places that house women that will fuck your mind up. You know, and I do this on a daily Homeless basis. Homeless shelters? You know, all kinds of shit. I, I just immerse yourself <laughs> that in reality, and, that, and that'll make you... What does that mean? Okay. Immerse yourself in reality, and that'll make you humble. I'm eating on fucking mic again. I'm but a yeah, bad boy. Just don't be afraid. That's my main thing. And I, I, I feel like an individual who's not afraid, who's willing to step over into that other territory... Let's try it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's my mentality. And that's why I got myself into problems with drugs and fighting and all that shit. Is because I have this, okay, all right. You know, let's try it out. So back to what I was asking you before. Let's try it out. Your decisions. What decisions did you make to help control your ego? Decisions I made to help control my ego. Once immersing myself in reality and realizing that, unfortunately... I'm sick at a few things. I can't be dope at everything. You know? I You want an ego to tell you that you're doing well in areas where maybe you're not doing well. Mm -hmm. That That's what you want. You want an ego acts as a thing that 
serves a part of you that doesn't want to fucking try. Do you understand that about ego and why fucking being a narcissist eventually comes to a breaking point? Here's what happened to me with narcissism. I had the narcissism to say, there is no fucking way in this world I'm going to settle for anything less than the most happiest, dopest version of who Dylan Scott could possibly humanly, physically be. There's an ego that goes with that. But here's where narcissism breaks. Narcissism breaks when you start doing all the things necessary to become that thing. Then narcissism breaks. And then you're left with an individual who realizes you're a fucking piece of shit and you were raised to be a fat little fucking lazy cunt. That's what you were raised to be. Most of you motherfuckers are raised to be soft and little pussies. And that's the thing that you will never understand. Well, about no, a guy no, come like on now. This is my audience we're talking about. We, I have some hardcore. Okay, okay, okay. Motherfucker. I'm sorry. Bro. I'm not being respectful of Dimitri's audience. Yeah, dude. Pedophile Nation, bro. Okay, represent. so pedophile. I can't, I can't have you talking to my listeners like that. Okay, well, I'm not going to apologize for that shit. No, you're going to apologize. No, I'm That's not. That's an apology. You apologize. It's okay. It's all right. You're forgiven. Well, no. I got respect for Demetrio. The reason is is because I see this guy for what <laughs> I'm he... just playing with you. Like, you can say whatever. You no, but I wanted to say I do have respect for Demetrio. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a motherfucker who's a little bit hard on myself, which leads to me, you know, being a certain way. Yeah. But Dimitri... This guy, I've had some valuable experiences with oh, him. I've had my ups and downs, yes, and Dimitri has yes. been there uh, through those experiences. Oh, I love my ego stroked. I'm and, such a fucking base animal. No, but seriously, and uh, I got respect for what he's attempting to do. Do I always mm. think he's doing it to the best of his abilities? Best of his abilities? Of course I don't. But the fact that he's on his own Dimitri path, of course he does. It uh, it makes me it makes me very happy that he's uh doing the informational game that he plays. Yeah, dude, buddy. There's nobody better at information that I know I fucking, than Dimitro. Uh, I did the episode with Dino uh, yesterday, and that's all I could be like think about uh, since uh, I did fucking There's Groove, some books I'm going to give to Dimitri once I, I he starts reading, too, more. I'm getting some books soon, actually. But um, I got to go back, and I, I have a fucking backlog as it is. But uh, fucking, we were talking about Atlantis. We talked about Atlantis as well. Just how fucking nuts um, the archaeological. Yo, you want history. some red meat? I would love some red meat, bro. Hold on one second. Right on, right on. Yeah, fucking. If you haven't listened to the Dino's podcast, fucking watch, uh, listen to that shit. That was a, a fucking trip, but yeah, I don't know how long this fucking um, ban on fa- Facebook's gonna be. Uh, it's it's tough being a fucking info warrior on the front line in the trenches. Okay, this these informational trenches on the fucking uh, internet superhighway of uh, fucking knowledge. All right, I'm I'm le- I'm the vanguard. I'm leading the charge against uh, fucking corruption, against the ego, against the shit that we're talking about today. Okay, oh, look at that red meat. Nice, nice. But um, yeah, brought some red meat. Uh, for the real man out there now, uh, you know how it is. You know how it is with these fucking motherfuckers. This is becoming quickly a sad, sad podcast. Just you're like putting together sriracha, uh, sriracha mayo and fucking what is that? Take Ch- a Chinese. Of, take it. No, I I fucking cooked this myself, dude. Oh, oh, interesting. Try my red meat. 
you know, sick. Now this is becoming a fucking food culinary review. Yeah, you know, I make good food for <laughs> yeah, myself on like, a daily yeah. basis, and people are like... It's easily 7.5 out of 10 presentation. Holy fuck. How good is that? That's fucking amazing, bro. Told you. You cooked this perfectly, eh? Perfectly, dude. That's crazy. You see, I don't like my audience either because I, I do shit like this. Now they gotta fucking listen to it. You guys fucking heard it all. We got 50 minutes left. We're fucking celebrating my uh, birthday. We're gonna be fucking celebrating a little bit more later, but that's for us to decide. And, uh, fucking, yeah, buddies. Fucking Prince, Prince Andrew. Ray Banning. We covered it all. Here, you have the big piece. It actually, uh, didn't take that long to cover all the fucking things. And the year breakup. Guess we're just that not that interesting of people. Holy shit. I never even thought about that. Nah, I don't think about it like that. You're probably more interesting than you think. Possibly. Fucking. Oh, I can't. Just stop thinking about that. I know how to fucking bang. do. I know how to cook, motherfuckers, and I cook for myself on a daily basis, and I'm not that proud of it, but you know, I love food. I've loved food from a young age, and I'm glad somebody had a chance to try my fucking specialty. You just put it on there if you want. Give these boys some fucking... Some good roast beef. You did it. You fucking killed it, dude. I appreciate that, dude. And it's cold. I didn't even need to heat it up. No, it's good. Absolutely. It's like I, jerky. I it's like cold jerky, buddy. But yeah, we, we, we uh, made a little list, didn't we? About uh, how to better ourselves. And um, we didn't really follow any of it, did we? Well, no. I've, I've actually been getting into some of it. Um, the challenge of an individual who... Okay, so there's this game that we all kind of play in life, and we play a role. And at least if you're going to have an ego, be dope at that, you know? Like, if you're going to have a strong ego in one area, at least be dope at that. So that takes sacrifice. Look, I look at, like... You know who has a strong ego and is dope as fuck? Who? Trump. Yeah, he does. I like Trump. I, I like Trump for my own reasons. I'm not a part of like a big Trump gang, but I do like him for my own reasons. And maybe I am part of a collective. I doubt it. But I lean towards don't hate masculinity. Do you want to be part of a Trump gang? I'll fucking introduce you to a Trump gang, bro. Well, I'm actually no. forming one right now. There's this anti-winner mentality. And for me, I'd rather be the loser than a guy who hates the winner. And what I mean by that is I would rather be a guy who's taking some L's than be a guy who hates the guy who's taking some W's. Because hate is what actually makes you a loser. And that's what you people aren't fucking captivating themselves yeah. with. No, there's a lot of hate. I don't... Dude, there's so many things worthy of hatred out there. What I like so to be disgusting is... disgusting behavior. So much worthy of hatred in me from others. I don't even... I don't really... Deal with that shit. I do, though, hold grudges. I'm a very fucking uh, old school uh, fucking Russian in that 
sense. Yeah, well, let's get on the mat. I always encourage jujitsu. Right now, I'm checking out my knee before I take heavy impacts on my jujitsu. I have a doctor's appointment. Why? Why? Why would you say I should get on the mat? Why should I start fighting? I think you should start fighting because what fighting does is it exposes you to a sense of reality where you realize the competitive nature of life, and without that, people like you'll get your kids in sports. Now, I think that that's valid. You know, you might not want to be as hardcore as me about it, but like, the thing is, is I would say that uh, there is a true nature that when you are authentic to it, you are naturally going to be a captivating human. Mm-hmm. You know, and if if you're not, then you don't really. I already not- believe that I am. I wouldn't be doing this if that wasn't the case. No, of course. I believe that you don't. I'm a little fucked up. We're fucking uh, struggling to bring this uh, to a close, but I'm still captivating as fuck. Even on my worst days, yeah. I'm more captivating than 99% yeah, exactly. of people in the no. city. No, stay okay. true to what you believe, man. And if it's... If it's if look at Demetri, he just wants to get the right information to people so they yes. know what's going on. Yes, that's what Demetri wants dude, to do. I, I know this man. Oh I've God. been around this guy for a fucking dude. I okay. Here's here's the trip. I'm gonna tell you guys a little backstory. But I want to get the information out there. Listen to my fucking episodes. I give out so much information. Just listen to. Listen, You'll be uh, pleasantly to me surprised. And I swear. Okay. This goes back to Branford, right? I used to do this show called The Starving Artist. I, I lived in Branford, and I, I was doing shows around Branford. And the only places I would really, what I would call kill, are the places that let me go there and had a lot of people. I would inevitably inevitably kill there because a lot of these people in Toronto don't even realize, but yeah, I got some I got some comedy skill. But I don't, I don't feel like I get tons of opportunities, but I don't expect them either. When you're, doing, when you're doing good, you're doing good, buddy. I, I've seen you do, do well. I've seen you uh, eat shit. But, you know, that's true with everybody uh, that I've known long enough. You know what I mean? But, no, I want to get back into this story. So I was at the Starving Artist, and I met Dimitro, and he did this 9-11 bit. I don't even know if he does a bit anymore. Sometimes I do, but, especially if it's around 9-11. And it's a funny fucking bit. And I was like, I'm gonna, I guarantee I'm going to be this guy's friend. Mm-hmm. I knew it, and I was talking to this guy from Kitchener, and we went to Toronto to do an open mic, and I'm like, dude, I love this guy, Dimitri. Mm-hmm. We're, we're uh, enjoying a little smokable here. I was like, I just want to, I, I like this guy, Dimitri, and, and, and people are like, what? And I knew before I even came to Toronto that I would be like best buddies with Dimitri. Good. I knew this shit. I Good. fucking, this is the weird thing about the mind, dude. And what I mean by following your true state. Everyone has their own fucking special powers. You gotta follow your true state. Their own Dimitri's uh, true state is to have this podcast and to rock this motherfucker and to bring G's on this bitch. And I could tell that you probably recognize, uh, could read people really well to begin with, you know. Well, dude, that's why they see this. So people are, they act like they're being so subtle and that they're hiding shit. They're not hiding anything. You're not hiding shit from a motherfucker like me. But now, I have my biases, as a human being does. We all have our cognitive... And you should have cognitive biases, because you should feel like your group is better. I'm sorry, but if you're on one part or the other on the argument, I don't care if your left is saying, don't say this, don't say that, or if you're on the right saying, say whatever the fuck you want, shoot guns and eat red meat. I don't care who you are. I'm more on the shoot guns and eat red meat. Where does that put me? More on that side. I guess. More on that side. I see. So you see what I mean? We all have cognitive biases, and if you don't, then you must not think you're cool. You must not think you're fucking cool, man. 
Of course I think I'm cool and think the guys I roll with are heading on to something awesome. Yeah. I try to strengthen the people around me. That's not an interesting them. way of looking at it. That's strengthen the people around you. Because these people, these uh, leftists or these people that would fucking scroll through my shit and report everything, they uh, put the victim on the pedestal. They put the people yeah, of course. Uh, that are getting uh, fucked as the like pinnacle. Right. And the guys on the other of, side of like kind importance. of put the guys who are doing the fucking on the pinnacle. Why wouldn't you? They're the ones actually exactly. doing the fucking, you exactly. idiots. Exactly, that's a good way to put it. And the other side's doing exactly that, yeah. They're doing the opposite. Yeah, they're the fuckies. And they identify in their soul with the fuckies. And it's a hard transition, motherfuckers. Fuckies and fuckers. It's a hard yeah. transition to go from being a fucky to a fucker. Because the fuckers won't accept you for a long time. They won't accept you for a long time because to be a fucker, you gotta be a fucker. You know? Look at Ric Flair. Ric Flair's a fucker. Yeah. Look at the way he acts. And his persona. He created Ric Flair as an entertainment symbol icon. Look what he is. You wanna talk about a fucker? Look how he swags around. Woo! That's Ric Flair. Doesn't give a fuck. Swagadelic to the ceiling fan. I'm not familiar with wrestling. It's not about the wrestling. Yeah. I'm not talking about wrestling. I know I'm about Ric about, Flair, but I... I'm talking about swag, <laughs> I'm pretty dude. High at this point. What I'm saying is swag isn't about persona. It's about in your soul. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And if you have it, you have it. And and I hope that that can be something like I feel like there's somewhere in me that's disgusting. And I identify with that part. That's why that's why I say What do you think about Jesus? That's why Christ? I say nasty shit to chicks and and everybody. <laughs> what do you think about Jesus Christ? What I think about Jesus Christ yes. I, I got no disrespect for the, for the for the man. How much swag do you think he had? I think as a Back man of day. God, he probably had the most swag. The most swag, right? Yeah. That's that's like, once you get to that level of swag, you could do miracles and shit. I'm not anywhere going to compare shit. myself to a guy like Jesus, you know what I'm saying? No, but would you say that his swag was so high that he could uh, fucking uh, do miracles? Um, Potentially. Could you, is, do you think there's such a level of swag? Um, I think it is not impossible to imagine at least symbolically if not full-on reality that an individual in their time could be so swagged out that they could do miracles now if it is in fact a big hoax that would probably make more sense let's be honest so here here's the deal here's the deal you have to look at what is historically proven and you have to decide as a man that you're going to do the research to discern what's real and what's not. Mm -hmm. And if you don't decide that in your in your soul, then I guess you can live with biases. See, there's certain things we accept. I accept that I like fucking dark shit at times. Oh, okay. I accept that. Right. And and I also accept certain biases and I accept certain weaknesses. And I accept certain unfortunate or fortunate realities of life. Mm -hmm. These are things that we can't change. But you accept them with the at least the knowledge that they're there. Right. Right? So I'm saying just because you have cognitive bias or you might be 
leaning towards human behaviors that are either primordial or just plain stupid. <coughs> the imminent Are you okay, buddy? The imminent threat that people are always fucking with you is there. Now, and where I'm getting to with this is the fact that if people as individuals are afraid of authenticity... I got you so fucked meaning, up, you have to stop there first. Meaning they can't lie. I'm pretty fucked up. I mean, they can't tell the absolute truth because there's right. no true way of expressing the absolute truth. Because theoretically, the absolute truth does not exist by my brain power. <laughs> the absolute truth in my, by your brain power by my brain power the absolute truth does not that's exist. brilliant man because i don't i don't cognitively cognitively function what it would be to be absolutely true mm -hmm. as far as theology theology and how could or like theology being religion but what i mean is any belief system so what What uh, belief system an individual identifies with, mm -hmm. you could probably examine a disorganized or carefully formulated ideal of what an individual is that keeps him either comfortable... Yo, or... buddy, I have some other uh, news I, I should share, though. But what I'm saying is if you're real lucky, you get an ideology that somewhat you feel reflects your nature. And, right. of course, that is a hard thing to master. Yeah. So I think in an ideal situation, there is a strange combination between a form of faith so and a form of rationality. You're my sound guy for the Young Cuck show. Yeah. December's not happening. Really? Yeah. It's uh, a private booking, they said, because it's uh, around the holidays and it gets uh, booked up by different people. So uh, that that's not happening. Damn. Yeah. I'll find a different venue. I'm thinking about some other uh, possibilities. But yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to. See, that's so weird. Like, when I was sober, I couldn't remember it. Now that I'm fucking high as fuck, I remember it. But that's another thing I had to let you and, and the audience know that the young cucks is uh, suspended for now. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um... But once again, I'm going to speak in terms of an individual, okay? for a second here and your ability to feel good about yourself which is ultimately the it's the determining factor it's the determining factor right self-esteem right and, and what people what people fail to come to grips with is any kind of self-esteem and now you have like for me I'm conscientious Conscientious people have a high success rate. The problem is, is that you're conscientious. So you don't have the luxury of feeling okay about average. That's why conscientious people end up more successful. They don't feel okay with average. Mm -hmm. They hate average. I have to be honest, I'm pretty okay with average sometimes. See, I'm not. Yeah, I know. I know, that's good. And part of it might be an inadequacy thing. Mm. I feel average, so mm. I, I hate it. I, in a way, it's like I hate how I feel. 
I'm not average all the time, I recognize that, but sometimes I gotta have some fucking average fucking days. It's just, it's what happens. You should hate it. You should hate average with every part of your soul. Mm-hmm. You should you should despise average, and and I think that I, there's a lot of things I was born average. I have an average sized dick. I have fucking average abilities in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I have, probably have an average brain. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes even at best. I don't know. The idea is that you push beyond what your normal limit, just your natural state, your resting state. Mm-hmm. You push beyond that to build some kind of mental fucking capacity. Right, and if it sucks, it fucking sucks. But maybe people wanted you to feel it sucks because they're afraid. What if it doesn't suck? And what if it never sucked? <laughs> I love how you took control of this entire show and just used it as a platform. This is amazing. What if what if you never sucked and these people actually had a problem with you and they were afraid of what you could do? How fucked up are you, Dylan? Be honest. I'm really fucked up. Me too, bro. I'm not a fucking hardcore and shit. I'm pretty lightweight. But anyways, I'm having a great time. The point is, is yeah, that, me too, dude. Is, as I try to, I try to. You could ramble, stuff. but you bring up excellent points at times. Other times, I can't really follow you. Well, I would say that with this, all I'm trying to do is inspire an attitude of excellence in human beings. And I think you did, and you do that every time you uh, come on the show. Yeah, that's what you need to succeed, man. And yeah. I believe that you have to be hardcore about being awesome. Or else, life life has a way of getting in your mm-hmm. fucking head. That's but the, problem the problem. is, you have a good talk, but where's your game at? My game? Are you doing comedy, bro? I did a show, what's today? The 20th? I did a show on Tuesday. Oh, it's the 22nd, actually. So, no, my amount of comedy has gone down. Um, that's not good. You gotta fucking keep on doing that. I know, but I actually just Especially went, when you have this How much time do we have for this podcast? What are you doing instead of comedy? What, why, what Can I talk about this? How much time do I have? We could go for another 30 minutes if we wanted to. Okay, really. okay. I got... Okay, sweet. Um, so, what I do is I do... Uh, essentially, mm-hmm. what's formally considered game, um, the idea is to learn about yourself through a process of exposing yourself to the opposite sex. I was a kid who had a lot of problems. I, uh, had a tough time getting laid. <laughs> Go on. Um, so I de- I had developed an ability to learn how to control a situation through just like a mental conditioning process, an emotional conditioning process, mm-hmm. and an understanding of human nature that transcends the conventional way and attitude of thinking about this Disney idea that every everything's love and all this. There's a manipulation and a person like me, and it's fun to realize and it's fun to take part in sometimes. But there's, it's, I would say it's a manipulation, and I wouldn't even say it's always good. So judge me, but don't judge like Dimitri or anybody. I represent the copyright of Dylan Scott, and whatever that means. Judge me, but I'm well. A bit of I kind of like when it comes it. to getting laid. In I a like sense, the Disney perspective. In a sense, I'm a bit of a manipulator. 
I love the Disney perspective of everything's love and hopeless romantic and all this stuff. It's really good. Well, who doesn't love that? That would be love awesome. At, love at first sight, fucking magical princess. And for me, I, I wanted to get into game, see what game does, it just exposes you to the opposite sex. Uh-huh. And what you decide to do with those information points of rejections, things not going well, mm. what you do with that is really what ends up being your game. Right? Well, you learn from failure, like in anything. Yeah. In, in any kind of skill or even... Uh, you know, exercise or whatever, you learn from uh, breaking down. You develop down, like a, a base. Breaking down muscle, breaking down, uh, failing at whatever you're, you're doing, becoming winded, you know. It's always about, um, you know, reaching to the point of like, that you can't, you could no longer function to like exceed the limit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, when you, when you get in, you just take that information yeah. and it affects your ego to a point where you're like, okay, what I'm going to do at this point now is through all my experiences, I'm going to learn how to assert. And what you learn essentially mm -hmm. is like, at this point, I don't care anymore about what's I got, going I got on. some more questions. I, I, I want to know, what was the most uh, embarrassing rejection or failure when you were gaming? Some of, the, some of the most memorable and most embarrassing ones. I'll give you some of the most memorable, embarrassing ones. Yeah, let me hear them. There was one where this girl was so hot, right? And she had three friends that were so fucking hot and they were at this club. And I go in there and I must have talked to probably all of them. Mm -hmm. And I got to this point where this girl introduced herself. She's like, she's like, you already talked to us. And instead of just being like, instead of just being like, oh, hey, whoops, sorry, I forgot, my name's Dylan, and just try to be, like, a cool guy and introduce myself and just be fun and cool. So you introduced yourself twice to these, to this shit. But the second time I was like, oh, I forgot, and I was a dick about it, and I walked away. Well, okay. That's the most embarrassing, really? But here's the thing. Really? That's the beginning That's of the story. That That's the beginning of the story. Then I left oh my that group. I talked to another group, yes. these two Asian chicks. Yes. And that girl, that hot chick from that first group, came in to, and she's like, these are my friends. You've introduced yourself to all of them. She just totally took control of the situation. Really? And we went back and forth, and we had this argument, and then I ended up mm -hmm. just backing down. So what do you mean back in the you left the party or whatever? I didn't realize that you could just, that you don't have to be this competitive, like, fuck you, I'm going on to the next set of girls. Oh, I see. Yeah, that was true. You can kind of just be like, in any situation, and it took for me. Sure. It took me learning from guys that knew what they were talking mm -hmm. about, for me to realize, like, oh, you actually don't have to go in with this like, I'm trying to fuck you attitude. You can just kind of be like, oh yeah, we're just here talking, and oh, I'm a human being. This is what I am. And if you try to communicate what you are to the best of your ability, mm -hmm. and they blow you out, well, that's different than you being like, fuck you, I'm leaving and having this ego because mm -hmm. you're sensitive. Mm -hmm. And for for all of us, we all have an ego. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes love such a fucking bullshit thing. Because we all have an ego that yes. tells us that we can be this thing or that we are this thing. Right. But it's the individual that takes the daily repetitive action that actually builds the muscle memory in that area, right? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, it's like with chicks, 
I just, I'm just involved in that so much that it's like just a repetitive action. And I just, the amount of, you know, the amount of numbers that I get compared to your average person mm-hmm. is probably like a lot more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the amount of times, the amount of girls I have texting and then just randomly out of dating and stuff like that. Well, you tell me about it sometimes for sure. But like, I'm not on a crazy dating spree or anything, but I get dates here and there. <laughs> but I I have a lot of fucking you you get a lot of like numbers. Of hey, rejections. I believe it, bro. You get more I've rejections. Seen it. I've seen it happen. But what you do is they're all just little points of information. As I learned from a couple guys, they taught me that it's just points of information, and you just take them. And how you deal with it, the reality that either this girl found you attractive, found you fuckable, or she didn't. Um, we live in a free society. I'm not forcing anybody to like what I am, right? So the idea that you just go out and you're like, oh, bam, I'm Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is what I do. And, you know, there's an outside factor that's trying to say, hey, Dylan, do this and do that. And I don't let it press me and weigh me down. I stay on what I like. Mm-hmm. And that's and to me, that's just momentum in the right direction. When you can reject a certain amount of reality that's coming your way that distracts you from fulfilling something inside of you that's better than what people assume you could be because people love having a pet and somebody they can fuck with seems like really specific about something that you're going through well it is a little bit yeah it's 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 specific about human nature you imagine having what do you mean you were someone's pet what does that mean no i'm saying human beings someone make you a pet Well, emotionally, people can just take up space who, who in your made mind. You, who made you a pet? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I'm good at this, even when I'm fucked up. Yo, listen, man. Okay, yeah. so Dimitri wants me to get into the breakup, right? He wants yeah. me to get into the breakup. Okay, listen, I had this girl I was dating for a while, and fucking... Uh, <laughs> right. How long have you been dating her? I was dating her a few months, and we were just kind of fucking, and I had my thing going, and then there's this relative factor to what I viewed as what I had to do to have self-esteem, which is always or never a reflection of the truth. I think it's half ego, half bullshit, and then half me actually doing (laughs) cool shit. So it's a combination of, like, insecurity and... Breakups just reflect, like, how stupid you feel at times or how insecure you feel and how people can use that against you or not. You you did confide in me, though, that um, uh, when you were a little kid, you'd pray for your true love. Yeah, I was a pretty wholesome kid. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, what I'm suggesting is you're still a wholesome guy. No, I think, it, I think it's a natural thing. Mm-hmm. I think that we idealize it and we come up with stories, right, that represent, okay, here's two individuals that both have this whirlwind of events happen to them that lead them to this epic conclusion where they fuck and there's an eruption and then kids are born and presents and everybody's happy. That's Disney shit. Yeah. Reality is, like, I have to get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. I got to be disciplined enough not to do stupid shit. Yeah. I have to be self-contained and controlled enough, even though I know I'm a fucking animal at heart, 
We all are in our own way. Right. And I have to be self-controlled enough to decide that I'm going to practice in this area and people think of it different. I don't separate my game from my ability, say, to box or to lift weights or to eat clean or to do anything. Or do stand-up. Or do stand-up or do whatever I'm doing, reading books. These things go with an individual that decides, um, you know, I'm one way and I could be better, a little nudge better every day and take the sunlight and just make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Because you have to set your own standards for what's morally or socially or you're just acceptable. And mm-hmm. and our brains are like vines. They just wire and scar around events and things that you do. Mm-hmm. And you just got to create those vines of, of, of greatness, essentially. And they'll reap great rewards in the long run. But you can't be focused on the fruits. You got to be focused on the vine. The vine is the bigger thing. The fruits come and go by the season. That's women. To me, mm-hmm. they come and go by the season, but the vine will have all the fruits. Vine will have all the women. So what does that mean? You're gonna fuck gilfs or something? You're gonna fuck grannies? Like what are you, what are you saying? The vine. The vine just is is the overall structure of, of of what you build it within yourself. The the scars of becoming your true self. Okay, see, so. You're the vine producing these bitches, which are the fruit. Exactly. You are the I vine. See. Now I get the uh, uh, analogy you're making. And, and that shit is what I'm talking about, man. And that's the power of it. It's like you realize that you are the vine. And that women were just, they're, they're just the fruit, man. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to focus more on the vine means to focus more on the path than the women. So what is the vine? Is it the swag? The vine is what you build within yourself. The, the vine swag. is the mental scarring. As David Goggins put it, it's the vine is what you become. You become the vine through hard work and discipline and repetition and just never quitting and and putting your ego down and saying, yo, I'm just going to be the best fucking guy I can be. And you realize that the average person, they don't want to be the best. And being the best is attractive because being the best means that you're willing to step outside the social norm to construct a reality for yourself that matches your own standard and ignores worldly standards. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, that's what I want to do. That's the vine, and that's what I care about being being in that Mm -hmm. shit. Because that shit, you'll be fine. You'll have fruits, you'll have vegetables. That is actually an excellent place to end this episode, I think. Okay? Because this is what... Uh, this episode was all about getting our perspective out there and creating our own uh, our own world, and I think you uh, made that possible, Dylan Scott. Well, I hope everybody can be their own vine and produce fruit and yes. think about the bigger picture and not just these not, comers and goers. Not fruit as in bitches, unless that's what you want. Creative, whatever your vine is, your whatever vine, your fruit is, your strength. Yes, your strength. Okay, make. Your imagination reality. It's very Disney. No? It could be. Ideally. There's so many different kind of Disneys. There's Disney the Nazi. Very much different from uh, Disney and the uh, Seven Dwarves or whatever. These people, these people are, they they know deep down. They know deep down. Who, Disney? No. They know deep down that they don't want to play with people. They don't want to antagonize people too much. 
I think that people create fault, like happiness okay. as a way to just be like, I don't want to fuck with this guy too much. Because we don't want we don't want them too mad. People are deep down a little afraid of humans. You should always be. Mm -hmm. You should always be a little afraid of, of people. Like, Mike, we're, we, we live in a civilized time. Well, we think we do. Until you realize... Until the power goes out for a week. Yeah, or until you look at the, the subvert... Whatever, the, the subconscious tone of the way people act. Right? That suggests a greater evil that could not even be... Like, so for instance, there's guys that are like, I'm not going to waste a single second of human life. That comes from a tone that they've set within their mind that's like, yo, if I didn't do this, I'd be so mad. It's a form of aggression. Right. To try to grab time and to make it yours. Right. We're so fucking high, dude. That's the essence of discipline. It's about controlling time. That's, that's also the essence of Disney. How? Disney Plus, bro. Disney Plus is out. You see, that's Netflix for uh, Disney movies and Star Wars and shit. Yeah, man. I'm. I'm. Uh, Are you excited for that shit? No. Simpsons. All all the no, all what these I'm seasons actually excited of, for of Simpsons, is dude. being a better employee, a better man, in better shape. Knowing more, right? Uh, having better girls, being being more compatible, uh, being a better roommate, better friend. That's what my life is every single day. I don't believe I'm ever accomplished enough. I think the joy has always been in the pursuit for me. Right. You're very egotistical. You think about yourself. But we'll give advice for the audience. How should society and a culture evolve? Culture should evolve through humility, <laughs> and the best way to have humility is to, is to go out and put yourself into fearful or scary situations that reveal the truth that you aren't what you think you are, because what you think you are is often bullshit, and the only way to find that out is to get out there, mix it up. God bless. Dylan Scott, thank you so much for this enlightening evening. And thank you listeners for listening to our hypnotic voices. Good night, pedophile nation.